Welcome back to the Rambling On Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan McGinnis. Got my co-host over there with the backwards hat on, Aaron Bollinger. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, guys. How you doing, Aaron, man? It, tell me about your week. I know you're still getting acclimated being out there on the uh, in the field. Just just tell me how things are going for you. Oh, I'm learning a lot. The guys are showing me how to do things. So uh, it's all learning progress. So you know, I've continued to do it and continue to get better. You know, Good, good, man. Yeah. Good, good. Um, and that, that's kind of what I want to talk about today is growing and kind of how we implement that growth. Because you can learn things all day. You can read all day. But until you implement these things into your life, you're not going to see true growth. It's kind of like an overconsumption of education without action equals nothing. Um, So when we're, we're looking at it, what's one thing that you can hone in on, Aaron? We'll talk about moving. What is one thing that you can say that you have learned in the past week? How to be patient. Okay. Elaborate. Yeah. So when you were told one thing and you go to this house and it becomes a whole different thing, you can have two choices. You can either be a jerk and get offensive and angry, or you can work through it and do what you got to do to make it happen. And uh, the choice is either right or wrong. And then when you make that choice, it's final. You can't take it back. So I always keep in mind, you know, you're making the choice to determine your future. So with with my choice, I chose to work on myself, stay calm, and get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the key, man. It's just um, in a business sense, there, there's a fine line on being customer friendly and getting taken advantage of. And for me, it has been not a hurdle, I would say, kind of like a, a learning experience on kind of finding that line. Because there are people out there, especially in our line of work, who will take advantage of having a professional mover there that w- whatever may be wasn't on the inventory, what it wasn't described, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, if the marketing gods came to me and said, you will not get any more leads except from your current customer, that's how I operate is if I don't get anything, no more Google ads, no more Yelp, no more, whatever it may be, no more referrals from customers from last year. If it is Aaron Bollinger on January 26th, that's my last marketing tool. I got to give to him the best experience because if he doesn't get the best experience, I fail. And it sounds like Aaron is starting to learn exactly what I implement and I have in my company. I could agree with that. So uh, I'm learning that aspect of it. You know, like uh, with me, I'm, I'm always before I would just like, well, you can get lost, get over it. Cause I do what I'm here to do, you know, 
you hired me for this job and told me this, this, this. So I need to do this, this, this. I don't need to do all that extra. But now I'm realizing that it's way more than that. It's, it's, it's you're doing a job that is going to change that person's life once they get to that new place. That's their opportunity to go somewhere else. Exactly. So I have to take that and be right there in it and be respectful and just do what I haven't done before and growth. Yes. Growth. Yeah. And, and, and talking about growth and we're kind of just, we're into it. We don't like playing around. We don't do ads. You know, I'm not looking to make a bunch of money off this podcast. You know, who's, who's to say it even it goes anywhere. It's just, it could just be me and Aaron just talking and having a conversation for years. But yeah. at the end of the day, I don't care about monetary gain. If, if there's, if we have one person that's what I was about to say that right listens there. to this and they take something up from it, maybe once a week. That's all we need. Yeah, that's all we need. So we're getting into it because I'm a busy man. Aaron's a busy man. There's no, there's no need to talk shop. So on his end and his growth, something happened to me very similar. I was on my way to Clearwater, Florida, and I have had, I've been on an extensive journey since probably October on growing and getting my psyche in a correct manner that it hadn't been in a while. I've been reading a lot, been trying to take in as much positive media as I could. On my way down to Clearwater, Florida, I asked God, I said, please, I want to be tested. Like, it is time. I am ready to be tested to see if I have grown. And I didn't specifically ask where to be tested in. And, you know, you can't ask those things. You just have to ask God, test me. And boy, did I get that test. There's a few instances in the past 48 hours where it honestly blows my mind on how I can connect it to that request. But there was one instance that I know I have grown. I have background in expedited logistics and freight. And I, I used to take a lot of things on the road as a slight to my driving abilities as me as a person for some reason. Some There was disrespect in me or something crazy like that. Or even I thought if something happened, I need I should be the one to teach them a lesson. Like they can't go around me and do this stuff. We're driving on the interstate. I'm in the fast lane. We're in Florida. I'm going about 72 and a 65. There's a transfer truck behind me in my rear view, about four car lengths behind. Obviously, I'm not holding up traffic. As soon as I look at the transfer truck, Five, 10 seconds later, a F-250 comes flying past my Sprinter. Swerves over into the fast lane. Slams on the brakes. Mind you, we're in Florida on the highway. Going 72 miles per hour. Slams on the brakes. I obviously slam on the brakes. He rolls down his window, starts pointing over as if he is coaching me or commanding me to get over into the middle or the slow lane. And he starts cussing, saying the F words. I'm still. I'm 10 and 2. I'm staring into his soul through his 
side view mirror and I don't move. I don't react. And I tell you right now, this time last year, this time six months ago, I may get in a fight with that guy. Because what he did put myself in harm's way, put my, my co-worker in harm's way who was with me on the move. What he did was wrong. And I would have thought that I need to take it upon myself to punish him. To teach him a lesson. Yes. And I didn't. I reserved myself. I stayed calm. I stayed emotionally. I stayed stoic. Whatever you want to call it. Because at the end of the day, it's not up to me to play God. I, I can't play God. I don't get to do right and wrong for someone else. You got to control a controllable, which is myself. So that guy, he's going to get it wherever he gets it. It may be from God. It may be from somebody who doesn't have the mindset that I do currently. But this is the type of stuff where I see actual growth in my life where it's kind of energizing because I know it's working. That's what I was just talking about today. Coming in here, I felt so much energy, and I hadn't had no sugar or anything. Yeah. It's wild how physical labor and stuff that would have got you so angry before would just come in and and make you think different. And that different thinking makes you go, well, I like this. Let's do this more. Exactly. It's like a a drug, really. It makes you want to do better every time. Yeah, and this is kind of like one of my principles. And we just, we he he's talking about doing some hard labor and stuff like that. Yes. I think if you if you get your mind right, not only, but if you get your body right, like if you're doing hard labor, you know whether that be moving or whatever it may be, go to the gym. It's like it puts you in a different mindset on positivity in not only into the world, but to yourself. And you can kind of not be rash when something negative happens. Huh? It gets you out of your own head. Yes. Be the perfect way to explain it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that block that just goes away. Yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting more and more out of growth. What we're talking about, you know? Yeah. And, And if, if my example doesn't make sense to you, let me let me put it to you like this. Say you're a basketball player, right? And God is your coach. He teaches you a new drill. Whether you be work on your jump shot, your dribbling, defense, whatever it may be. And you're like, wow, this is a great drill. I think this is going to be great. Well, guess what? You don't get better Unless you do that drill, unless you practice that drill. So God has given me some tools and I asked him, test me, practice. I don't know what's going to come tomorrow. Maybe I will regret asking that. But from the growth I'm seeing, bring it. Let, let's see if, if, I, if I can do it. Test the mind, body, and soul. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm all for it, man. I'm ready. I'll take any test that I'm given because I want the opportunity always to be 
that next best thing for my family, for me, for my people that I depend on and they depend on me. I always want to push it. I want to attempt something that I've never done before. And once you achieve that level, then you keep going. And that's what that growth is. Continue to knock it down. Boom, boom, boom. All these goals that's in mind, they get knocked out. And then you feel good. And then you want to get more done. So I'm in. <laughs> I'm cashing in right now. Nice, man. I want the, you know, I want this aggression, yeah. ruthlessness. I want to be tested because that's when you're, that's when you as a person, you really learn yourself when you're tested. You don't learn yourself when you're not getting the growth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're sitting there and you're like, oh, what was me? I'm just here in my pity party. I don't know what to do. You know, you're never going to get tested if you don't take that opportunity to do that. Yeah. So first thing you got to do is just jump off that ledge with no parachute. Don't be scared. It's about that jump. Mm-hmm. So It's kind of like a, a say you're a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. It's Eat them little fish. <laughs> or even that, if you're a real big fish, you're like, Let's go to the big pond. I want to see. I want to see how big I am. I you know, see how much bigger it can be. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not talking about God. You know, test. You know, nothing like that at this point. No. But I'm saying, especially whenever you turn into a, you know, get moving away from from God and, and testing us, and we're talking about growth and and kind of where you are yeah. in your confidence. It's like if I'm a big fish, I'm gonna go eat some other big fish. I want to see how big I am. Because I know I'm big, and I just want to see how big. So let's go. Let's go hunt. i tell you, another thing that I like to do is uh, test my limits with the other employees. So if they're big fish, I like to get after them, see if I can become bigger. I like that. I'm hungry, you know. I want more. So Yeah. <laughs> You you know you got to have that attack. Yeah, you got to attack it, and that's what I do. I love hearing that because I means that means you're trying to propel yourself within the company. Yeah, so that's exactly what trying I to want. get to that it, next level. Yeah, um, is for you to be bought in and you want to grow with us. Like, I do. That's awesome, man. Um, and talking about kind of as a company in a whole. I want to. We're not going to talk about what was said during the the book club. I know a lot of people have asked me about this because um, this, this is something that's I don't think necessarily has been done on a company scale and, and a kind of a mandatory scale. I was expecting because we got a good team here. I was expecting good conversation, but what it was oh was God. something. I was borderline as the owner of the company. I was borderline, should I be having these conversations with my guys? Because they were very intimate and kind of personal. And, you know, this is where, like, being a professional, a CEO, owner, and having this mantra is so stupid. It's so stupid because if I can't connect with my guys on a much, much deeper level in the fear of not being professional, that we're talking about capitalism, being negative, that would be what it is on a human element. I can't connect with people who work for me because yeah. I 
I got to be able to maybe cut ties with them eventually or whatever it may be, whatever the thought process is of not connecting with people. But as someone who has a white collar background, you know, worked for the NFL, you know, worked for Damon John, um, worked for a state school, the biggest state school probably in America, I had that white collar background and a little bit of, of me was like, should I be doing this? But I don't care. Because what happened Tuesday night was something I will be grateful for, and I'm I'm looking forward to the future. I'm I'm fed to it. I gotta tell you, man that that's why that's the reason why I want to stay here. That that's the feeding force because I'm gonna tell you right now, companies that I've worked for because I'm blue collar all the way. I have been working since 18. My dad told me you're getting your own job. You paying your own way. So I had to literally start from the bottom and scrape my way all the way up. The only thing my dad gave me was 500 bucks for my first month's rent. And he said, you got the rest. And and I had to do it one step at a time. But I'm getting to the point. When you're working for companies that don't give a crap about you, you're just another number to them. You're an employee that they can replace for somebody who can do your job cheaper. That's the background you come from as a as a blue collar person. Most of the time, I don't know about mechanicry or anything like that. I do have a background in auto body, but besides the point, when you get <laughs> those jobs and you feel like you're just a number, your motivation to work for that person straight down the drain. Because, oh, I'm just another number. He don't give a crap about me. So you start getting in your own head and getting stuck in this spot where, well, if he don't care, why am I even here? And then you start job searching. And then you start looking for other things to fill your time. And then you go to another job and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like a cycle that repeats itself. Mm -hmm. But here is the only place that I have been able to be myself. And it is a huge relief. That's awesome. Man. It's a huge relief to be in a room full of guys and can be completely honest with each other and go home and say, that's the best group of guys that I've worked with in a long time. Yeah. You I, I speak, yeah. I speak to you guys like family because we all are. I mm-hmm. feel like we are. This is the first time I've ever felt that dynamic so yeah. it's it's feeding into my want to do better. Yeah. Because I'm not a number here. I'm a person with a name, Aaron Bollinger. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I have a past, and you're accepting it and accepting me and learning me, and you're, you know, you're not the same as other places. Yeah. And I respect the hell out of that. That's awesome, man. <laughs> and you, you mentioned something, and it's just, that's just awesome. I don't even I don't have words really to kind of put in to the description of, of what he just said and kind of what happened. But um he mentioned something about, you know, a cycle. And, you know, I, I'm definitely not gonna talk about relationships and stuff like that on this podcast, but you know, when we're talking about relationships, it's like you can apply that to a relationship. It's you like can. It, whenever you're not vulnerable, you're not communicating, whenever yeah. you're not being 
open to your partner. You build up that wall. You build up the wall, and you, it's like a quiet quit. You know, it's a yep. buzzword for for. I'm just gonna find an easy way out. Exactly, and you go to the next relationship, and then the same thing. It's a repetitive. It's but what I'm excited for is, it, you know, I haven't seen it yet, but I've made these corrections in in, in my business side, you know, and I'm looking forward to to doing it on the relationship side. I'm developing um, it also. Yeah. So, you know, and there's a lot of things. We're going to read a book called The Compound Effect, and I've listened to the Audible. And in The Compound Effect, it they touch on relationships, and, and the little things add up. But on the flip side, you know, it's 9.06 p.m. on January 26th of Friday. I'm not out partying i'm not out worrying about my social life i want to build something worth having and as an entrepreneur it's so hard to find someone who's willing to sacrifice uh and and kind of sacrifice for their future because that's what i'm working towards is my future family i mean aaron You've come on. You've put a lot of hours in, and you have a new fiance. How long have you guys been engaged? Two years. Two years. Two years. You've been engaged for two years. We've been together two years. Okay, and uh, engaged. I would say since January. And and dude, this first how, January. Is she is she okay with you being here on Friday nights Man, and working what, hard? Uh, this is. I'm not trying to get into relationships either, but this is the first time where I've been encouraged to. Just do what I got to do. Yeah. She believes in me as a man to do things that is required of a man to do. She's putting that faith in me and said, I believe in you. Do what you got to do. It's your future. You build yourself. So she supports me. Dude, that's she's, awesome, She's man. choosing to support me whatever I choose to do. Yeah. I'm happy for you, man. It, it's good. It's yeah. a good feeling. Rare breed. Like I said, <laughs> you know, it's it's very hard for me cuz you know, yeah. I wake up at 5:30 every morning. I don't get home till about 8:30. There's not a lot of time for for a lovely lady right. um somewhere in between. So you know, it is what it is, man. Um but that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about. What we're going to do in the next episode and what we're going to do from now on and moving forward is our goal is to bring you guys two weekly listens. One is with an interview with a blue-collar worker. And we're going to ask them questions that, you know, what makes up a blue-collar worker and why do they do it? And then the second episode would be something very similar to this. We're going to talk about our week. We're going to obviously pull something from that week that we can talk about um, because – you know, we we're we got a lot going on. So if busy, there's busy. not one talking point, uh, maybe we need to start journaling or something because oh. we're forgetting. A oh, lot. I'll journal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll journal by gift of mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Man. Yeah. Well, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on everything, give us a five star rating on the podcast on Hit Apple, like Spotify. Button. Hit the like button. Well, you know, we're we're just a a small company trying to chase our big dreams. We hungry. Um, we're hungry. We're hungry. <laughs> hey, another thing I just wanted to point out real quick, you know, it's talk about growth one more time. Uh, 
I had a customer look at me today and said, you got a nickname at work? I said, no, not really. And she said, well, I'm going to start calling you Smiley because you're smiling all the time. You're so happy. And I was like, well, what do you do? You know, you just got to smile. Take it, take it day at a time. Old Smiley. Yes, okay. I'm, now my nickname is Smiley. So. Smiles. Aaron Smiley Bollinger. That's right. New Instagram handle. Keep on smiling. There's going to be some dots in between there somewhere. <laughs> Keep on smiling. Hey, well, anyways, you know today it's a great day to execute.